Bidzy Small Business Society, number 13. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, I am joined by Colby Jubinville. Colby is an author, speaker, professor, business advisor, inventor, and entrepreneur. In 2015, Colby received the Nashville Emerging Leaders Impact Award presented by the Nashville Chamber of Commerce and YP Nashville. Along with an academic appointment at Middle Tennessee State University, Colby is principal of Red Herring Innovation and Design. Colby, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and your business? Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, it's, it's pretty easy. I was, I was raised by two educators that taught me that the way you take on the world is to become an educator and marry an educator and educate other people. And that works all the way up until you want these things called lifestyle and freedom. And at that point, after 10 years of working with my, uh, as an educator, my wife did not want to teach anymore. She came home and said, I can't do this anymore. And uh, I said, okay, quit. And so she did. And for 18 months, I stared at the wall and said, how can I create a bigger future? How can I get paid for my value and not my time? You know, we're taught, we're taught from a very early age. We're taught to trade our time for money. And you can do that. And, and, and that's a choice, a conscious choice that, that some people make. But I think we live in this new economy today that commands that either you can get paid for your value or you can get paid for your time. So I spend a lot of my time working with young people in higher education to open them up to this idea that you can, in fact, get paid for your value, uh, not your time. But just like those who are in the working world and just like those who wake up and say, I want to create a, a bigger future for myself, the areas that separate you from other people so that you can get paid for your value and not your time are things like knowledge, skill, desire, confidence, likability, networks and this thing called the free prize and that's the value that you bring to other people and so I went through a transition in my life probably around 2010 2009 where I woke up to this idea and um, you know inspiration is where an idea takes a hold of you and takes you to a place that you didn't think was possible and motivation is when this idea when you see an idea through to its logical conclusion and so I moved more towards being inspired versus being motivated, and that led me to a whole new set of opportunities, a whole new set of relationships, and a whole new set of challenges. You talk about motivation. All of that stuff is very motivating, but can you tell us what motivates you and excites you most right now? What gets you out of bed every morning? Well, I, I tell you what, I love, I love flipping on the email. I love checking my voicemail. I love getting on Twitter where somebody has heard me speak somewhere in fact, I got a phone call yesterday from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and the guy said, hey, man, we heard you speak out in Tucson. Somebody loves you out there. They called us. We're, you're the guy. What's it going to take? How can we do this? Will you come out and, and be a part of this event? 
And it's, it's so fun for me to go out there because, you know, one of the things that I crack up and I laugh at, especially in small business, you know, people will say, now you just don't understand my business. Now I need to explain my business. No, no, you don't. I, I, I can look at any business and there's, there's a series of challenges that we all face. Number one, here's, number, here's the number one challenge for small business. Who is your ideal customer? Who is your ideal customer? Second question that's so important is, what's the highest value of your time? Does your calendar run you or do you run it? And if you, if you answer those two simple questions coming out of the gate, then you won't do what I did, which is spend 18 months floundering in hell, staring at the wall at night, wondering how you're going to make it through the next day. So Colby, in Zebras and Cheetahs, you eloquently relate the world of business to a concrete jungle. And as soon as you can identify that and identify all the animals in that jungle and your place among them, you can impact some real positive change. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So Zebras and Cheetahs is the book that I wrote in 2013. It was published by Wiley and Sons, and um, it was my first attempt at... Um, at writing a book, you know, and Lee Brower said it best. He said, if a life worth living, it's worth writing down. And so I did write that book. We did get it published and it continues to be something that people gravitate towards. And I think it's because the analogy is pretty simple. It's, uh, it's, it, I'm a zebra and the, the guy that I wrote the book with is a cheetah. And the zebra is somebody that, that looks at themselves and looks at business differently and is able to uh, communicate with emotion, is able to, um, is to understand the power of empathy and vulnerability in business relationships and building relationships. That's what the zebra does. The cheetah is someone that uh, sees and seizes opportunity, and they're on the inside of the deal. And so uh, the guy that I wrote the book with was really good at seeing the opportunity and making sure that he was in a position to seize it. And I, myself as a zebra, looked at, you know, there's an old saying about college professors, right? They say, those who can do and those who can't what? Do you know the saying? Uh, teach? Teach. teach. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so some people get offended by that. I don't. My response is, yeah, but if you can do and teach, you get paid for your value and not your time. And it took me, it took me a long time to figure that out. But once you understand this... And once you understand things like my friend Joe Calloway, what he teaches, which is be the best at what matters most, what's the highest value of your time? Who is your ideal customer? When these things become the filter for the lens that you look through to go out and build the business that you want to build, especially at the small business level, then you'll start to see the success in 30, 60, 90-day windows that allows you to wake up and go, we've got some momentum. We're moving this thing forward. So that that's... Uh, Zebras and Cheetahs was fun to write. I'm finishing up my second book with a good friend of mine named Don Roy. And the name of the book is Me, How to Sell Who You Are, What You Do, and Why You Matter to the World. And so we're, we're in the final stages of that. And I hope to have it in production in April and, and ready to sell in May. Great. Our team will be looking for that for sure. Yeah. So, yep, you have a lot of great things going on right now, Colby. But uh, what has been the biggest challenge you've ever had to overcome as an entrepreneur? You know, it's it's probably going to sound somewhat cliche, but it really it really is true, and it's mindset. You know, um, I was really entrenched in this idea of of trading time for money, and um, there, there's an old saying in business that number one, success leaves clues, and then number two, 
that uh, you're the sum total of the five people that you hang around the most. And so mm-hmm. I've heard that a few times. And it's true. And if, if I was going to encourage your listener to do one thing today, you know, I call it dominant aspiration or excuse me, I call it aspirational contacts and aspirational contacts are people that are, are just rock stars in your business and that, that have done the things that you want to do. Once I started to get around those kinds of people, and once I started to ask those kinds of questions, then the, the, um, the, the outcome was so much better. You know, I'll, I'll never forget a guy that, that, I, that I was close to for a long, long time said something to me that I thought was so interesting. And he said, one day he said to me, we were coming back from a, a presentation. He said, let me ask you a question. He said, who are you waiting on permission from to be successful? And I said, what are you talking about? I've done this, 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 this. He said, no. He said, I'm talking about. And he, he describes this entire new level of success that, quite frankly, at one point in my life, I didn't think was even possible. And so when you start to come to this conclusion that you can have anything you want in life, but you can't have everything. And if you decide what those one, two, or three things are, and you wake up every day, Really, towards that one thing. For me, it's dominant focus. The dominant focus for me is to coach and teach on an ever-increasing stage. And so our time together in front of your audience in this moment with you right now is representative of this simple idea of dominant focus. This is an ever-increasing stage for me to, to, uh, to coach and teach others right now. And it's great that I am in this position of privilege, Colby, where I can talk to entrepreneurs like you that will certainly help me and our team along on our entrepreneurial journey. So can you tell us exactly what did that success look like to you? It's real simple. It's no more worry. It's no more doubt. It's no more fear. It's, it's you wake up in this thing that Dan Sullivan calls, calls your unique ability. And unique ability is this place that you get to in life where it gives you energy and it gives other people energy, where you create new levels of success along with new levels of challenges. Most people do not get to this space in life. And when you do, it becomes one of the most freeing experiences that, that you've ever had. So, so you know, let me paint it in practical terms so you can get it. Um, I've always known that I was supposed to coach and teach on an ever-increasing stage. I found my voice probably in seventh grade. I ran from it from a long, long time, for a long, long time. And, um, and when I used to go speak publicly, I would say something like this. I would say, can I pull the fire alarm? Can I crawl underneath the table? Can I run out the door? And they would go, here's your speaker, Dr. Colby Jeanville. I don't say that anymore. Here's what I say. These people have no idea. The, the empathy, the vulnerability, the stories, the connection the opportunity that I'm going to put in front of them. And when I'm done, I'm going to find the one person that's a skeptic because you know what a practice skeptic will do. A practice skeptic will kill almost anything. And by the time I'm done with that person in that crowd and that audience, I will have the 10 or 15 or 20 people out of a hundred that will come up to me and say, tell me more. I want to make this happen. And that's what's fun for me. That's awesome. Colby inspiring stuff. It sounds like your customers are finding you. They are seeking you out for coaching and speaking engagements. But are you doing anything right now to proactively grow your customer base? 
I, I do. I do. That's a really good question. So who is the ideal customer for me? Customer for me. It took me, um, it took me a long time to figure this out. Uh, and, and I only did it through making a lot of mistakes, which if you have a small business, that, that is going to happen. I will say this, and let me give you a great example, too. I, ju- I just spoke at um, PSDA and uh, out in Tucson, and it's the Print and Sales Distribution Association. And, and so um, it was a CEO summit, and there were 250 CEOs in the room. And they're all asking the same thing. How do we grow our business and how do we get more out of our people? And I will tell you, I've been to a lot of different conferences, but the value that these people got by getting together, by talking about the challenges that they, they all have small business. I mean, you know, there's, there's one, one guy owned a company that's a million dollars, another guy in revenue, another guy owned a company that's a $15 million in revenue. So they all have similar challenges. They all have to re- reinvent themselves. They all have to continue to change. And when you get around those other CEOs that say, we're not competing with you in this market, uh, let me share with you some of the things that we figured out that actually work for us that may work for you. I saw more exchange of idea and information. So one of the things that I think is a tangible takeaway for your people today is who is the governing body of the, of the small business that you work within? What resources do they offer you? And can you get around, go to that conference, get around those five people, build that relationship so that when you are in a point of reinvention, when you are in a point of change, that you can say, I remember these notes that I took during this conference and I can use those. Um, so that's, that's one point. And I will be honest with you. Uh, I went so far down a path there that I forgot what the original question was, but I, <laughs> But remind me and I'll answer it because the other thing I was going to say was really, really good. <laughs> sure. What I asked Colby was, how do you find customers? Yes. The I, okay. So the, <laughs> ideal, the ideal customer. So it took me a long time to figure this out. Here's what the ideal customer looks like for me. And it comes straight from the book Zebras and Cheetahs. The ideal customer is someone that's usually, usually doesn't have to be, but usually a male. That's someone between 35 and 65 that had a coach that impacted them at some point in their life that has had some success at some kind of level, but either has lost it or become so successful that they can't handle it. That is the ideal client for me. So in a conversation when I'm speaking with someone and they say something like, yeah, I went to, um, I went to the university of Texas I played basketball there. There was this great coach. So that that just qualified that person for me to continue to go down a path with them because there's a real opportunity there, and I just need to figure out what that is. So, so that's what the ideal client looks like for me, and that's how I find those kinds of customers. So how do you identify somebody who can't handle success, like you said? Well, they'll tell. They'll come out and tell you. They'll come out. They'll come out and say. I mean. You know, one of the things that I that I know about, uh, so my sweet spot is working with CEOs somewhere between, you know, 80 and 150 million in revenue. And some of them are so starved to have a vulnerable relationship. Some of them, all of them, they all are. They just don't know it. But, uh, you know, all those folks have so many demands and have so many, um, so many uh, people that attack them, that, that come after their time in so many different ways that they really love a relationship where they can just come in and unload. And so part of what I do 
is in that process is, is let them let be vulnerable. You know, here's what Brene Brown says about vulnerability. Vulnerability feels a lot like courage and smells a lot like truth. And neither of those things are about weakness. And when I heard that, it really made me think about the CEOs that I work with and, and the challenges that they face. And, and at one point, all their businesses were small business. And they've grown so much that, you know, it's the myth of, of, of growing a business. The myth is that if you grow it to this point, then, then you can have all the time and freedom. And in some cases, in the small business sector especially, you look up and the business owns you. So th- they'll just come out and tell you and say, hey, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. And then that you, there's intentional steps that you have to take. And I have a series of, of processes that I take people through to get some of that control back that they want and desire. Like you said earlier, it's maybe just about a little bit of empathy, right? Oh man. Empathy. You know, here's the best stuff people, people have all these crazy scientific definitions of empathy, but to me, here, here's empathy. And it comes straight from Chip Dodd stuff. Empathy, empathy is this. Empathy is I know you because I know me. And good things happen to known people. And so once you know yourself and you know the value that you bring to other people and you're not afraid to talk about it in terms that they understand and can relate to, then and once empathy is born, then empathy leads to abundance and leads to new opportunity. You know, if you go to any workplace today, Here's, here's the two questions that, that set center stage in any workplace, any small business. Who should we be afraid of and who should we blame? You know, anybody, anybody that works in business will tell you that those are the questions that, that run around the office. This is what we should be afraid of and this is who we should blame. And that comes straight from Brene Brown and she, she talks about it in terms of headlines, but that's a real phenomenon that takes place in any business, and, and it's, it's the job of leadership to address it and uh, get it out of the way so that you can be productive. And like you said, it's about shifting that mindset. Absolutely. Okay, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone, searching for someone to complete your project? Are you tired of tedious internet searches, trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at Bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back, and let local businesses come to you. Businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time-consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribe categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. Colby, is there a book, podcast, or other resource that you would recommend for our listeners? 
Well, hey, I mean, I you know, I will tell you that uh, I'm number 599 on John Lee Dumas's EO Fire, which I consider to be the gold standard. But hey, let me let me throw this book out. This is this is you asked me before, and I probably didn't answer it the the best way. This is the coolest, funnest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I don't even know if funnest is a word. I probably should not have said that. That's probably bad. <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. All right. And so um, that I was speaking out in Phoenix and at, at a NIPA organization, and it's the National Association of Pension Administrators. And there was a guy that spoke out there named Gerald Jellison. Gerald Jellison. And the book is Managing the Dynamics of Change, the fastest path to creating an engaged and productive workforce. If I were you, I would get this guy on my show. He, I'm bringing him to, to MTSU because it's the first time I'd ever heard somebody talk about change in a way that made sense. And I, and I can boil it down to the, to the most basic essence. And here's what he said. He said, uh, typically, we're taught in traditional psychological terms. We're taught that the way that you create change is the three-step process of think, feel, do. And he said that is absolutely 100% wrong. He said the way that you really create change within people and organizations is do, feel, think. You create very simple, incremental do steps that leads to how change, how they feel about their work, that gets them to think about their role, their business, their opportunity in a completely different way. And my friend, he is 100% right. If I look back at my business and my career and my life, what changed for me? What made me change? Well, here's what made me change is when my wife came home and said, I can't do this anymore. You got to go figure it out. When your wife comes home and says she can't do it anymore, you got to go figure it out. You get up and you go figure it out. And you figure it out. That's right. Colby, what is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about succeeding as an entrepreneur? The greatest change for me is, is when a guy that I've done some work with named Nate Schott, he said he, he didn't care about contracts. He didn't care about, uh, he didn't care about uh, terms. He didn't care about price. Here's what he said to me. I'm in this for the relationship. And I'll never forget when he said that because when I go out now, when I go out now to look for, for, for the next big entrepreneurial endeavor, the one thing that drives it is this simple concept that says capacity is only increased through partnership. Who do I want to partner with and what does that relationship look like? Colby, I have a couple more questions for you. The next one is this. What does the future look like for your business? I've been very intentional about how I've shifted my business. So uh, red herring is still something that I'm, it's my baby. Uh, I, I love it. I, I've watched it grow from, from a little boy into a, uh, into a teenager, and um, it's there doing well. Uh, but but uh, the next 20 years for me are, are going to be in, in coaching and speaking and training and leading. And... Um, uh, th this next book on personal branding will come out. I'll spend two to three years really building that. And then I want to spend the rest of my career 
um, focused on one simple idea, which is emotional intelligence. Uh, Harvard Business Review came out with a couple studies here in February, I believe, or in January. It's the last episode, I mean, the last issue, and said something to the effect of, uh, and I have not spent enough time with it yet, but uh, said something to the effect that, that EQ is the greatest predictor of success over IQ. And so, hey, if that, if that rubs some people the wrong way, and, and that's what, hey, that's what controversy is for, that's great. But I'm going to jump into that pool, and I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to create a very simple, systematic way to teach other people how to build resilience, how to build bounce back, how to build, um, how to use adversity to accelerate their growth, all the things that we talk about in the book, Zebras and Cheetahs. Colby, we'll definitely stay connected and we will keep our finger on the pulse of your business. How can people connect with you? Yeah, the easiest way is at Dr. Jubinville, at D-R-J-U-B-E-N-V-I-L-L-E, at Dr. Jubinville is on Twitter. Um, you know, I got my family stuff on Facebook. It's the same thing. Uh, at, at Dr. Jeevanville, but I think Twitter's probably the easiest way. And then, hey, the, if you really want to connect, the, the, you know, I, I was with somebody yesterday. I said, listen, the only way you get this thing done is by picking up the phone. So my phone number is 615-498-6802. I'm always interested and curious to see who's going to call me and say, hey, can I am headed to, by the way, I'll finish with this. I'm headed to um, to Ireland to speak at the All-Ireland Business Summit. Do not ask me how they find me, didn't <laughs> found me. Didn't I, I ju just know that I'm getting on a plane and I get to go speak to the folks over in Ireland. And uh, it's, a, it's a whole new brave world when they find some, some guy from Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> talking about uh, how to use adversity to accelerate your growth to come over to Ireland and speak to that group. So um, at Dr. Jubinville, man, that's the fastest and easiest way to connect with me. There you have it, everybody. An open line into the mind of Colby Jubinville. Colby, thank you so much for taking a little bit of your time today to spend it with us, okay? Hey, thank you. Love what you do. We'll certainly stay connected and spread the word. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.